suck, man. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, guys. I don't yeah. actually hate kids. I do. I like mine. Yeah. That's you can like yours. Yes, and, yeah. and yours are also, like, old at this point, comparatively speaking to what's next door. So. Speaking of babies, what's up, Wells? Oh, God. Oh, God. The better not be speaking of babies. Holy babies. shit. Babies. <laughs> Somebody's going to be in trouble when I get home. Somebody's going to get pregnant. Oh, no. No, we're not doing that. All right, so uh, Wells, we we teased this last episode. You and I went on a little bit of a journey on Saturday. Yeah, we really did. Um, Started out with our our whole thing was like, let's just get Josh out of the house, which is always a fun time. But our focus was on places that you had not been before. Yes. Um, God, man, I missed this because that's on my list of things to do. We really like we we kind of did it good. We really did. So we we started off at a place that I was surprised was already open, which was Southern Strains Tap Room. Granted, yes, I know it's just a tap room, but like you look at um, Burial, and they've been trying to open this tap room for how long? And Wells made a valid point. Um, they're also Str- doing like a rooftop. They're, they're doing a, a redesign, and Southern Strain kind of just moved into a already existing space. It's that, also almost like when you know somebody who's in the real estate business, it makes that uh, go a lot smoother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so we hung out there. Uh, very cool facility. Really nice for being in an office park of, of all things. I mean, it literally is just in an office park. Like, okay. There's nothing fancy about the outside of the building. The inside of the building is really nice looking. They've got some really cool art in it. Uh, m- my eye got really stuck on this Old school cigarette machine, which, Jeff, I at least know you are old enough to remember those things. I am. but they I'm had, old enough, too. They Thank redone you. it in an Art Deco style, and there was nothing in it, of course, but they just had, like, it just looked really fucking I cool. I may be off base, but I want to say they've got one in their Concord location, too. They're very possible they may, because I've never been there. Uh, Hotbox was there, supposedly. Hot, they're putting hot, a Hotbox kitchen. Yeah, nothing there yet. It was just the tap room right now. Hotbox so good. Yeah, just yeah, the, it is good. Hotbox so good. Just the just some beers and some you know cans as you have seen that I've brought a few. Um, yeah, that was that was it. That was there. Uh, again, facility was really nice. Uh, we didn't hang out there very long. Uh, the morning, well, I shouldn't say morning because we got there right when they opened at noon. It was kind of a little bit chilly. We then went to arguably the best looking tap room I have ever seen in my fucking life with the worst beer ever. We only had one beer there, and it wasn't that it bad. It was horrible, and oh, I'm talking God. about Petty Thieves. Uh, gorgeous facility and where, how it looks. Where's, where's Petty Thieves at? Over near Heist Peril Arts. Yes. Near Camp North End, Charlotte. Um, another one of those. It, it's in an office park, you can tell, but they have really... Classed up the joint, so sure. to speak. Okay, so it's a super nice tap room, but the beer is bad. Uh, we Wells and I both had a. It was a barley wine, wine that tasted like a Manhattan as it warmed up. Yeah, and, except they had stuff in it. Oh no! In particular, like one thing that just glitter did not. Or is that just a thing Chuck sends us? Yeah, so just, it was this. It was called Soul Stealers Nightcap, and it was. Their barley wine base conditioned on muddled oranges, maraschino cherries, dried cherries, and then bourbon-fired cinnamon sticks. I didn't get a ton of cinnamon, 
but I didn't oak, oak smoke, and I got too much. And I got too much orange. Isn't that always a problem though with adjuncts, right? It like, is. And and I, and I feel like that's a hard part for a lot of breweries to navigate. Adjuncts aren't bad in principle. Yes. But like, depending on who's drinking the beer, they may not like what you're putting forth. Yeah. Josh may say too much orange. Wells may say not enough cinnamon. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying not enough cinnamon. I'm saying too much smoke. Yeah. I, well, yeah, right. This point being, like, it's it's the old Top Chef thing of you put all this stuff on the plate and I'm going to judge you for what's on this plate. If you had just given me your base, maybe we'd been fine. Yeah. I mean, and meanwhile, when you, you first walk in and even when we were, were tabbing out, um, probably the quietest tap room I've ever been in my life. Which so nobody's was, there. No, but there were people there. There was a shit ton of people there. But it's not the typical benches and chairs. It's all couches and... And leather chairs. And like, leather chairs so is it leather kind of, couches. So, so, so it almost sounds like it's kind of got a um, Amelie's vibe. Yes. Kind of. Maybe not as eclectic. I believe everything was thrifted there. Which... Yeah. Is a cool aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean... Like, it was t- motley. Like, yeah. everything was... Nothing matches. It's all different. But it's it all works. quirky but it all, and weird, and it's a whole shtick. And, and they've got a secret room that you can go into, which is where we hung out. Damn, hey, look. Hey, it's, Jeff, you would appreciate this, okay? You would. Sure. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know why, but okay. Uh, that's well, where going, I'll, find, I'll find out when, when we go. I'll go, find out. Going back to last episode where I said if if that was revolution, I, w- I would have never fucking left. Yep. You would have had to peel me off the couches. So the problem is the atmosphere is good, but the beer is not. Yes. And that's a bummer. Yes. Right? Because we have so many places where the beer is good and the atmosphere isn't. Yep. Like, why is it so hard for somebody to just like squeeze the middle of both? Now, and, and, and again, and. You know, in their defense, and what Wells did mention, we only had one beer, but it just started tasting worse and worse and worse. I was ready to leave, so we left, and then we hit Hot Fly next, which was <laughs> my favorite brewery, hands down, that we went to. Number That's awesome. one, number two, we had this conversation multiple times of how did Unknown fail in this location? Because you were sitting out on this patio, Jeff, and I'll show you some pictures. Like, you have one of the best views of Uptown, hands from, down, from South Charlotte. And the fucking stadium is like it, literally. If there was a concert, a football game, any of that shit going on, you would be able to stand out on the patio and like you were there, right? You're that close. So, to so it. you're going there um, for the Billy Joel concert? I'm sure. No, but but I will be going there to pregame for the next uh, Charlotte FC home game. Easy. It is is the Charlotte FC like still a thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's MLS, so it's. The I know, but like started. everybody was like super excited for the opening, and then like we didn't like score a goal for three games, and I'm like, yep, Charlotte going to give up on that fast. You know, Charlotte FC. Have had... you met the Hornets? <laughs> yeah. Playoffs. Have you met the Panthers? Mm. Playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. Well, okay, playoffs. Play- okay, play-in games, whatever. But yeah, Charlotte Hornets made the playoffs when like. I think it is like 65% of NBA teams make the playoffs technically, mm. either by the, the mm. original playoffs or play-in games. Mm. But going going back to Hot Fly, it's a very, I mean... I'd love to go back to Hot Fly. Well, same. But what's weird is just, you know, the vibe of you go to... Um, 
Southern Strain, and it's it's very artsy, kind of a still corporate-y, not, and not in a bad way, and it's part of its location, and I understand that, but kind of a corporate-y vibe. We go to Petty Thieves, and like we walk into the place, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is, this is amazing. Why is this beer so bad? <laughs> and then we get to Hotfly, and I'm like, well, we're back to a brewery, but it's a cool facility, at least, like... We're, we were out on the patio, I think, a good chunk of the time that we were there. Because, you know, it was fairly... Nice weather. It was a little cool. It was a little cool, but you guys know me well enough anyways. Wells already knew. Take Josh outside, get him away from people. And we even went upstairs to be further away from people. So that was even better. And then we went to possibly the weirdest yet most amazing experience that I've had at a German brewery in this town. Gilda. Help me. Help, help me. Tell me about it. So, number one, when you walk in, it's not a brewery, Jeff. It's a restaurant. Because they immediately greet you with a hostess. Okay. And how many people and everything else, which is a weird experience I mean, for me. To to be fair, depending on the time of day, Old Mech can do that as well. Yes, they can. That's true. Not uh, always. But, but they the can. other weird thing about Kilda, they don't open until 3 o'clock on a Saturday. On a Saturday? On a so, Saturday? Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Are they yeah. aware of the Charlotte native? Apparently Are they, not, have, because maybe Germans don't know what lunch is. Because yeah, we we literally like we were kind of done, it, not in a bad way, but we were kind of done at Hotfly, and we all looked at our phones and we're like, oh wait, well, they're not going to open for another like thirty minutes. So what are we going to do, <sighs> Lenny boy? No, we should have, but we just, we just stayed at Hotfly instead. Had one more, but. That was a weird experience. And then walking in, it was very weird of, you know, you, you couldn't just walk to the bar like I expected to. Um, I think you could if we were, well, no, not even that. The other time that I sat outside, again, we're seated at an outside table. Yeah. Had a server come to us. Uh, the you beers. guys really, tra- like, I'm looking at the map now as, as, as y'all are talking. Like, y'all, like, really drove around town. Mm, it was kind of a straight See, felt it was a straight well, shot. I mean, you know, so again, like for me, it's a haul to get up here. But I mean, like to end up to start out, I shouldn't say start out, but like to be at Southern Strain at one point. Yeah, Plaza Midwood. Yeah, too. and then and then uh, Petty Thieves less is, than ten minutes apart. Sure, but like it's not Petty Thieves. It's too. not all like super close. You're still like having to like travel a little bit. It you was are. like it was like a ten minute drive in between each spot, which For is sure. fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ain't bad. Um, so again, Gildy was a weird experience and kind of an amazing one at the same time because they are making a lot of beer here, which I did not realize because we've only had those two cans and they were out of date. To be fair, we've had those. Yeah. We've had those two cans that were probably out of date. They were sitting on shelves warm. (sighs) So we had that shit fresh at the source. Yeah. How was it fresh at the source? Really good. They had a Doppelbach that was... And you love Doppelbachs, so that's right in your wheelhouse. Oh, God, yeah. You know what you really would have loved? Southern Strain's Dickel Barrel-Aged Doppelbach. Yeah. I had it. It was good. I need to try it. It it, real good. But, I mean, at least I got a flight. Everything I had in my flight was real. I even tried an IPA because, fuck it, why not? Gilda has an IPA. Yup. Okay. It's a a continental IPA or like a German IPA, but... What is it? I mean, it's all German hops, but they're going to make an IPA with it. Okay. 
Okay. It, it's kind of like the thing that I've always wanted Old Mech to do, but they never did it. So sure. Gilda did it instead, and they did a good one. Yeah. What do you know? So I'd be curious to know how like hard-coded they are to Reinhardt's Kabat and whether or not that's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. We didn't have the conversation with our server, but here's the, so so okay. So so here for me, the the real true test is you said they had a doppelbach, which I don't necessarily equate to like a springbach. Right. Yeah, that's technically a winner. But, but when Martin season comes around, I'm dying to see what it. I am super curious. Yep. And I mean, you you walk in there and it's it's. Not a Doppelbach, it was a Weissenbach. Weissenbach. Okay, the Breuensbach. Bro- you asshole. I know. I got my box wrong. My bad. It was the Weissenbach. That was tasty. Uh, but you, you walk in and it's weird because it reminds you a lot of another German brewery when it was in its small space. A lot, a lot. Yeah. A lot, is a it lot. a small space? It's not tiny, but it's... So what is it that reminds you? The layout the, of it. The, the layout, the fixtures, the woodwork. All of it. All the the just, echoing when you record a podcast. <laughs> they, they just pretty much copied and pasted what the old, old mech building used or, to be. Or, and hear me oh, out, that is a very, a, a very traditional prevalent German, German style. style. Yes. So, you, so you're saying they didn't copy and paste OMB, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't land on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> But it was it was fucking weird, man. And I, I, it's one of those places where I will definitely be going back at some point, especially like Oktoberfest and you know a few of these other German holidays, yeah. just to see what they do. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean beer flavored beer. Yeah, here in a couple of weeks, um, I'm in. Let's go. Okay, and then final stop. Yes, one final stop, Jeff. We 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 did you it. Got, look, when you get around, you get around. You know what I mean. Uh, we did free range. Um, sure. Okay. Free range was that makes total sense. It, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. They had a very. You literally are the family circus cartoon comic of the kid walking all around Charlotte, like in the most non-direct way possible. No, no, no. They I, had a very utilitarian reason to be there, I and def- so I just went along with it. And then I was asked, "Hey." Do you want to stop for another beer while we're here? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I'm along for the ride. So let's do it. Yeah. I had to pick up a CSA from free range. So yeah. After I get my farmer's box, eh, might as well stick around and have beer. Yeah. We'll have a, a pint and we actually hit timing very well because there was a party bus that was leaving as we walked in. And then as I saw them pull up, I looked at Wells and his girlfriend and said, it's time to leave again. <laughs> Cause yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't. I understand. Uh, but uh, I mean, all all in all, like there are some very interesting experiences in there. Uh, wow, <laughs> it's it's rare that we get a, a Jeff face this early in the show. Yeah, we did, and we're yeah, we're not even in the news section yet. You ever see like a cat who starts getting like the dry heaves? Uh huh. That's me right now. That bad. Like I'm I'm having this like almost involuntary like. Response to that beer. Fair enough. Um, I don't understand why, but I'm 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 hoping to learn more. But yeah, definitely. Since we couldn't, we can't do the, at least the two out out of the three of us can do well for wishes. We should uh, do a drag you along to some of these spots. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that's some uh, some bullshit. Y'all leave me hanging out to dry. But um, Mark, I, I hey, did text you. 
I know you did. Josh did reach out. I, I'm aware <laughs> that you can't make it. This isn't like brand new news to me. Right. Oh, the whales for wishes thing. You yeah. know what's going to happen, though? You're going to bring out all your fucking big dogs. I'm getting all of the Mark I Afraid hugs. <sighs> Nanya. You suck. That's right. You suck. That's right. You know what also kind of sucks? Modern times might not be modern times anymore. Dude, this... So speaking of like that escalated quick, quickly. Holy crap. Yeah, we talked about this like a month ago that Modern Times was kind of signaling, hey, we might be in trouble. We might be in trouble. We might be in trouble. We're now in receivership. Well, they're not in receivership or yet. Or they're about to be. Yeah, they're, they're holding really us. close. So, uh, so Josh, break it down for us. What's receivership? So re- receivership is basically if you run a business... And especially if you have a securitized loan through a bank, they study, they look, they they pay really close attention to anything and everything that you do. Yep. And eventually, if things don't look right and you have a securitized loan, the bank goes, red flags, red flags. That's too big. That's what she said. Hey, uh, We might need to look at this. Yeah. And so what will typically happen with the receivership is that somebody will get put in place of the company. So, Jeff, let's pretend that the three of us own Craft Beer Cast. Correct. We're really doing horrible on money. and We've we've taken out a lot of loans. We've taken out a lot of loans, and all of a sudden, Chris all of a sudden now becomes the owner of Craft Beer Cast. And he now looks at us, and he looks at our, our balance sheet and goes... Yes, they can do this, or no, they can't. They need yep. to go up for sale. Yep. And so it's that's like where married. modern times basically is at this point is, yes, they can do this, or no, they're going to go up for sale. Modern times, for those that don't remember or know, is one of the few employee-owned craft breweries in the nation, so they're not owned by anybody else. They're <laughs> The banks. Well, <laughs> the banks now. Arguably. Yeah. You know, like this is a bad deal for a lot of reasons. And and not too many years ago, we were like (laughs) pumped up about, damn it, I forgot to bring yours. Uh, We were super pumped up about modern times and what they were doing. Right. And they were having a festival. They were coming into this market and and, and they had like a cold coffee thing. And it was all going to be like everything... Everything looked like it was coming up Millhouse. Yes. And yep. then it did. It did. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, maybe they got too big too fast. And maybe this is another similar case to like Green Flash, where they tried to go and, and touch the sun in a time where they probably shouldn't have. But they felt like right. they needed to, right. and now they don't even really have control over their own company. Well, yeah, at least potentially they don't. Um, you know, the, the courts still have to decide all of this and figure out, is it worth getting them into receivership? And then the Chris's of the world have to say, yes, these guys can do it, or no, they can't. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. My biggest fear, of course, is that they get put up for sale and and then some canarchy or yeah, well, or you know, was it kings and queens or whatever yeah, it is out of Illinois? Kings and yeah. convicts. 
you know, I Kings mean, Kings of Convicts snaps, snacks him, snacks snacks them. him, snacks him, snatches him up. They're a good snick. They're a good sneak. You know, you could have a little bit of a brewery as a snick. <laughs> Throw them in with the ballast point for pennies on the dollar. And yeah. I didn't see this coming. Like, if you were to roll into 2022 and say, two years ago, yep. Or here's a whole bunch of things that are going to happen. And oh, yeah, modern times is on the outs and could go into receivership. I'm like, huh? Yeah, no, not yeah. modern times. They're like one of the darlings of craft beer right now. And they're doing their own coffee and they have a beer festival that's beer and it's coffee. And yeah. like, there's so many good things. Go- like, something like I feel like this is one of those. Um, VH1 behind the music. Yes. You know, and then like it needs to cut to black and white and the music stops and it's like, and then they made their mistake. Commercial break. And and that's the other thing too is like, was that mistake going too big, too fast? Like Jeff just said, I don't I'd love know. To, yeah, I'd love to know. And I don't mean this in like a ugly kind of way. I just, I'd, I'd love to know what, what decisions put them into this spot? I mean, they have a lot of debt. Yeah. And that's the issue, right? They took out a lot of loans, and rather than break fingers and legs, they're in receivership. Yeah. You know, potato, potato, ah, it's a problem. So they took out a lot of debt, but they also were really quick to expand into other locations. Like, oh, we're going to open up all these satellite tap rooms and everything. And huh, it turns like, out, I, I know kind of like a lot of places that we've talked about. But on the if show high recently, wire can pull it off, if they're being smart about it. And I got to believe that this Legion and Charlotte, like sure. But like this has to well, Legion doesn't have as many spots, right? They're, they're going to be four by the end of the year. Okay. Four spots. How many did I, I modern no, times have? I, I don't. And that's fair. I don't know. I, I just got to feel like at some point those like high wire, they're looking to expand into a lot of different locations have to look at this story and say, <coughs> uh, should we press, press pause potentially on a couple of these spots? Maybe right? we don't need a dozen spots or perhaps they are far enough ahead in capitalization that they can pull it off. And it's not a, it's not as big of a concern. I mean, you there's know, a difference get, between I'm borrowing a bunch of money and now the bank's coming knocking versus we have the money. We're going to invest it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's absolutely true. And it'll be interesting to see what happens if they survive out of this, if they, you know, become their own thing again. Do they get snagged up by a conglomerate? Do they have to liquidate everything and sell recipes, which is absolutely the worst thing that could happen to them? I, so, look, we, we have this... I have this weird... I shouldn't say we. I'm going to say me. I have this weird kind of like double-edged sword when it comes to modern times. I consider them to be good. But not great. But, but ask me what my favorite modern times beer is, and I cannot tell you. Yeah, same. Because I honestly don't remember one of their beers from one of the next. We, yeah. Mark, Mark brought, thank you. Mark brought one of their beers in for the show that you missed, Josh. Oh, when I was in the uh, Dominican. And it was, it was fantastic. 
But I know Monsters Ball could be. Okay. I know that I'll never have it again. Because I was say I know that's one of their you know big ones. Um, yeah, I, I've got some really old stouts in there. We could just roll the dice on one of those because no, I'm kind of good. These last two beers and this last one's especially. What the fuck is this? I mean, the other one I knew what it was. It's not. Bad. Seems like an off mic conversation. Yep. Black House. Well, no. If if only, if only we could put some sort of Monsters Park, not Monsters Ball. I was close. You're thinking a Billy Bob movie. If only we could put something in this beer to make it a little bit more palatable. Oh, you mean like some Miller Lite? I almost, I almost didn't put this article in. Wait, is haven't we talked about this kind of stuff before? We have kind of stuff, sure, but. Leave it to the big boys to come up with another fucking gimmick that gets us talking about them for three minutes. So Miller Lite is selling, quote unquote, beer drops. Like you think of those like concentrated flavor things that you squirt like in Mio's your bottle of water. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mio's. Yes, thank you. Miller Lite is selling beer drops to make other light beers taste more like Miller Lite. Now, I will say I do very much enjoy their ad that they're running right now where the guy brings up like a, a, a pack a 12 pack of Mick Ultra and, and they're the, like the guy's like it's got two less calories it has one more calorie yeah Miller Lite has one more calorie which honestly like I don't even know it's true I don't care I love it because to me Mick Ultra is trash yes it is just beer flavored water except for Amberbach I will fight you on that one no, forever no 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 Mick Ultra they made an Amberbach Oh, really? Yeah. Mick Ultra Amberbach? Mick Ultra? I thought it was just a Michelob Amberbach. No, they had in the early, early days of it because... I know. Back when when Josh was like, ooh, light beer is the best thing to drink. I've had the Amberbach, but it was not a Mick Ultra. I thought it was just a So, So for me, though, like no. that whole commercial... It's a Mick Ultra Amber. That, that commercial sums up a lot of what we discovered in our seltzer shows. You have all of these seltzers that have like artificial sweeteners yep. that are like 90 calories. And for 10 more calories, you can get actual like cane sugar and it actually tastes decent. Yes. And so I, I love the fact and I'm not a Miller Lite fan, but I would take it over a Mick Ultra. Fight me. It was the Michelob Amberbach. You son of a bitch. All right. So they're, they're offering Ultra. drops so that you can... Apparently, add I mean, all right, Miller so Light flavor to any other beer. So I, yes. I am dying to wonder because you know there is the big three of Coors, Bud, Miller. Before any of you learned what beer was, which was your go-to of those three? I'm not saying any of the other. What, what, what were my options? Coors, Miller, or Bud. Coors, hundred uh, percent. Uh, regular or light? Light. We're talking lights. Light oh, beer. Lights? Um. Mm. I was I was Miller Lite. I was Coors Red Label. Yep, I was Miller Lite too. Yeah. Team Miller Lite all day. So here's the th- here's the funny thing, right? Wells the, is making funny faces. What's a light beer? Right. It's exactly. I was I was a PBR but or a, I was a High Life or I was a Bud Heavy right, or but, I was a Coors Banquet. But, but have, I was never. You have to think the marketing worked on me so well. Of yes. 100%. I don't want to be my fat effing. I'm not going to even say the thing. 
And I like beer. And I don't want to be a big fatty it's, fatty. It's, the, it's like Diet Coke of beer, right? Like it's clearly less calories, even though calories are never populated anywhere. Right. I had a conversation with somebody over Facebook one time years ago because they are Miller Lite fans. And I'm like, I literally did the math of a Chimay White's ABV to, to caloric intake to ounces comparative to Miller Lite. And I'm like, you can get drunk for less calories on a Chimay White <laughs> than you can a Miller Lite. Yep. Boom. Boom. What you going to do Roast. about that? Roasted. But like that's... It is like, but, but the, the it, light beer, the Mick, Mick Ultra is a lifestyle decision. It's not, I'm trying to be healthy. Right. And, and, and Wells, going back to the question at hand of, I didn't want to be a big fatty fatty when I was younger and I first started drinking. So. How'd that work out for you, Josh? Yeah, Just asking for, asking right. for a friend. Uh, light beer was like, hey, I'm going to get light beer instead because it's going to be better for uh, me, right? Right. And then I end up drinking like a 12-pack of it and still not drunk and very angry yeah. at the end of the night. And now I'm just bloated and sad. You're, yeah, you're bloated, you're sad, you're not drunk, and you've had more calories than if you just would have drank like a heavy White. Yes, yeah. exactly. But God damn it, I want my other white beer to taste like Miller Lite because that's the, the one that I went for. Also, like Said you remember ever. back in the like late 80s, Miller Lite's commercials were less taste, taste cr- great, great, less, less filler. Cal- less filler, that's right. Filling. Calories. Yeah. Good. I, I, I know it was one of the other. Taste great, less filling. filling. That's right. God damn kids. I'm I, sorry. I, I I'm swear. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, so like for them to say like beer shouldn't taste like water, like they're still leaning into this whole thing that they think their beer tastes great. It's like beer. Yeah. It. it yeah. I, I kind of want to buy one of these simply to like roll into Divine Barrel and, <laughs> and get a mug of Czech Pilsner and strike open the conversation with Ben and just keep eye contact, yeah, I was saying, but reach eye into contact my pocket and then just like dump this stuff in my mug in front of the brewer. Who oh. used to work for Miller. Oh god! Sure, that would go over well. The, please, yeah. please have somebody record this when it happens. Oh bullshit! The last thing I need is to be kicked out and banned by the brewery closest to my house. No thanks. All right, well, I'm going to kick this final story to you because it got you all up in it. Oh my god! So we've played a game on the show. Of Will it fund? Like or did it fund? Where we take a look at you know when we were. The slow news topic days. And so there's a couple people in Charlotte are doing a GoFundMe. They're, they're trying to uh, do some research and homebrew with uh, ancient grains. They're trying to find beer that's better for you than like malted barley and corn and whatever. So they're ancient grains. I feel like dogfish had already cornered this market. I know. So it's the five super grains. So think like quinoa. Oh yeah, what's a quino? So I don't know. Y'all Best have home, y'all have homebrewed before, correct? Have y'all ever dealt with a stuck mash? Yeah, no. It's, but I didn't brew that much. So. It's absolute hell. It is, and I'm sitting here. So, like, so explain. Well, so when you're brewing, you you know crack your 
malted barley. And then or you, you buy it pre-cracked if you're lazy. Or you buy like it pre-cracked me. if you don't have a mill. You're making some um, tea. So sometimes, like, you're when you're loudering and you're doing your recirculation, sometimes, like, you don't have enough of a grain bed to kind of help filter your stuff out. Okay. And things get a little stuck in there. Oh. And that's with, like, big kernels. I mean, I'm talking like crack kernels, but still, like, the husks of barley help provide a filtering mechanism. Sometimes if you're... You it's know, cloggy. It's it's cloggy. I mean, you're you're sure. looking. You're trying to transfer from your mash tun to your yeah. boil kettle, and you just can't. Do yeah, it. I'm sure when you like stir it up a little bit or something. So, I mean, you can stir it up. You can actually throw rice holes in it to try to get it unstuck because it'll help filter it further. Why wouldn't you just stir? Because sometimes it doesn't work. Like you you try to stir it, and it's so like it's almost like fucking quicksand at that point. Okay, yeah. it, it gets so liquidated. I was really like growing up as a kid I was definitely afraid that I would encounter quicksand in my life yes. and like never have I ever yep. yes same I was terrified of it uh, but it's yes like a serious issue quicksand <laughs> like you're gonna walk in you gotta be careful you don't walk into quicksand oh god the stories I can tell you guys so the, well, Kansas I mean so these people are on on TikTok and YouTube and so what whatever. you're telling me is that there's two people who want money for free. Yes. And not a lot of money because they're, they're going to make your beer better, Jeff. but they're looking for $1,500 to essentially help us buy a homebrew setup. And we're going to test these five super grains like quinoa. And I'm sitting here like, so like, look at a homebrew setup is not expensive. No. Why do you need me to give you money? Because, congratulations, suckers, you just bought them an HLT or a hot liquor tank, which is basically a water tank. And, and a mash tun. And a mash tun. Fuck you. Yep. So far, and, and, and it's nice to see that this is but stagnant. $375 raised on eight donations. Yes. Mom and dad and friends. Just so trying to gain who've they're, set they're, up or, or themselves who've set up ghost accounts. So they're trying to come up with a, a beer made with these five super grains that can have health benefits. So like healthy beer, right? So, so the fun fact about a lot of these super grains, power foods, mm-hmm. you know, like all that kind of stuff, it's all marketing. No. And, and no, it's not. Oh no, it totally is. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I started. It's looking. also Whole Foods can charge you three X. No. Yep. Well, I started looking up starch content of quinoa, and I can't even pronounce one Queen, of these. Quino. Stop that. <laughs> Asiai, what you looking at? Which which what word can't you pronounce? Oh, it was the one in the actual article that Josh left. <sighs> See what happens. I mean, I didn't leave it. The fucking page made me leave it. I know. So anyway, if you if you want to, so the issue is that they want they they want to have some fun. They want to learn. They want to do some experiments. They want to do expensive with brewing, testing. Brewing with quinoa. What the fuck is wrong with you? Nothing. But like you, you don't need to go fund me for quinoa. Yeah, well, you, you well you do if you don't have any. 
brewing equipment. equipment. If you don't have anything other than stovetop extracts, which is all. One oh, of these, where can I find a quinoa extract? All, all these uh, gentlemen have been doing no. up until this point. So no. yeah, they just want you to buy them their homebrew kit and then wait. I don't know about two years down the road when it, these jackasses open up Uber Brewing. That is their name. Uber Brewing. Mm-hmm. That's going to last about two seconds in a court of law. Go play in traffic. I, I'm i done. No, no more. No more. I know. Very rarely do I find a news article that I'm just like raging against. And I, I kind of leave that to you, to be honest. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to come up with a did it fund or whatever and... You know, you Go pitch you you pitch me on some bullshit. So here here's my pitch. Like pretend we weren't just talking about all this. Okay, so I want fifteen hundred dollars to buy homebrew equipment so I can turn quinoa into beer. <laughs> Did will it fund? I've okay. got a okay. closet full of home brewing shit. Okay. I'll give you for free. Get out of my home, sir. So it's not a not a did it, did it fund because obviously this thing's still going, but a will right. will it fund? Oh no. Okay, no. Jeff. Got will, no. will it fund? No. Okay, cool. Jeff's sitting down yeah, and he's on his it. phone and giving the middle finger to me. Yeah, okay. he's on only only phones I got right one now. In my pocket. The other one's giving the middle finger. He's on only phones right now. That's um. Yeah, this is the most jackassery of jackassery stories. I mean, this would be like we have a Patreon. <laughs> we, we, we do have a Patreon, but, but we're we'll, providing a service, in my opinion. I, I looked at this article and I went, What are you doing with this? If you if this successfully funds, are you fundamentally going to change the craft beer world? No. You want to be jackasses. And have somebody buy your homebrew fucking setup. I have a closet full of brewing shit with a fucking pump. I will give you. It's not even good. No. It's, it's, it's quote. My, my favorite quote is the last thing on this. Uh, I God, you scroll. I would kind. Okay. Quote. I would like to kind of make like a simple version to just show people that, like, you can do it home. End quote. F- fuck. All right, we're going oh, to- I'm ready for break. We're going to break. God help us all. time for buy no buy well how does that work uh this segment uh of this particular show we're going to call jeff's nightmare um typically buy no buy works like we've been drinking beer on the show and we're going to tell you what you think what we think about it in the we're going to tell you what you think think. we're going to tell you what you think about it we're going to tell you what we think of it in the simplest of terms would we buy it or would we not buy it uh, Jeff has some feelings and he is currently drinking them. Yeah. Um, unlike this first beer, which is titled thoughts unclear. 
I have some clear thoughts. Uh, this is a, so first beer up is thoughts unclear. It's a hazy IPA by Southern Strain. Um, it's hazy. It ain't thick. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that's a distinction we probably should start making. This is hazy, but it ain't thick. It ain't a thick boy. That being said, it um, it's really drying across the palate, and and it's not. I love Southern Strain's beer. I don't love this. I I would not buy this. I would buy a lot of the other beer that they have. Fair enough. This just isn't one for me. Um, no buy. Wells, I gotta say, Jeff, I'm there with you, bud. Um, maybe drying across. That is, that fits. I'm there with you. It's a no buy for me as well. Josh, uh, this was again uh, outside of one beer on the show, which was not this beer that I had. This was the only beer I had at their tap room. No, it wasn't. I lie. I had Hop Helix, too. But we've had Hop Helix on the show, so... Hop Helix yeah. is a great beer. Yeah, we had that on the show. So I did try this one, too, just to try something I hadn't before. Um, eh, it's middling at best. So, no buy. Next beer up. Next beer up from Hop Fly, your, your new favorite place. You're all excited about having this particular I beer. I was, and you hate it. I can I tell. I hate it. Uh, I don't hate it. Uh, this is Channel's. A supposed West Coast IPA. Um, it definitely is mostly clear. It's a little bit of haze, but not what I would consider a hazy beer. Um, if you're going to tell me that you're a West Coast IPA, I'm expecting a good chunk of bitterness and some pine and or oppressive citrus. I'm getting none of that. Okay. None of it. Okay. Fair enough. I, I, I wanted to like this beer. This to, this to me is familiar in a way of new breweries in that I just don't feel like they've got it dialed in yet. This may be a great beer down the road. Right. Today, I'm a big no-buy. Wells? Does it legitimately say West Coast on the can? It does. Horseshit. No, this isn't a West Coast. To me, West Coast needs to be like bitter in a not astringent way. I, I, okay. So to stop sucking the hot flies dick after the last show, uh, this ain't it. I remember when Josh was so excited about this other hot fly beer because I remember. Oh, I know. I know, but I haven't had like a West Coast that I've been particularly impressed or blown away by from them. Like, they've been a little too floral. And, and when somebody says West Coast, I want, like... A West Coast IPA. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I, and I, sometimes I, I worry that we get a little too full of ourselves. But after close to, what are we, 2,000-some-odd beers on this show, yeah. I feel like I kind of have earned the right to say this is not a good West Coast IPA. I mean, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. You're both fair in your point, and I can tell Wells is a no-buy on this one, too. Um, That's correct. Maybe this was leaving Petty Thieves and walking into this place that I had heard was kind of like a, a an IPA mecca, I guess. And I've, I've heard it from more than just you. Like yeah. I've heard quite a few people say, like, 
If you like IPAs, this is the place you need to be. If you like sure, but hazy people IPAs. will also say that about Sycamore. People will also say that uh, about yeah, a couple yeah. of places around town. They will, absolutely. I mean, it's it's the, like, and I'm not disputing their opinion. It's what they like and the style that they like and the way that they like it. And I get it. We are jaded a-holes who have had, again, um, looking at the stats, uh, over 2,300 beers on this show since we started. Yeah. A lot of those have been IPAs. A good chunk I, I, of those I, I IPAs say have been well West over Coast. half. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe this is me just being a little bit more lenient. I really like this beer. I, I think it was good. Is this a West Coast? No. I, I get it. It's that I bought the beer. I, I was, I liked the beer enough to buy it. So you're going to stick around with it. I get it. Do I, I mean, like it as alcoholic hop water? Sure. This this was the first beer that I had when we were there. Um, and so, you know, again... Like, it means something to you. I get it. That's fine. It, it, I really enjoyed it, but I get that you don't. It's It's got some issues, but yep. I'm, I'm still going to give it a pass. So I'll give it a bye. Jeff, next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Southern Strain. Mellow Morning. A milk stout. I was worried about this one, to be honest with you. Chocolate that, coffee milk stout with from uh, Mellow Coffee Roasters, seven and a half percent. It's fine. Um, the coffee isn't exceptional. The base beer isn't remarkable. I just don't have a reason to buy this beer. Again, I, this is no slight on Southern Strain because. I, I am eagerly waiting for the next opportunity to go up to, especially the Concord place. Right. Until Hotbox opens up in the, the one here in town. In the Plaza one. Um, I, I love Southern Strain. I love a lot of their beers. This just isn't one that I'm going to buy. No buy. Wells? It's a touch thin. I mean, you think milk stout. You think lactose. You think kind of a, a more, like a more full mouthfeel more sweet on the finish and even with the coffee to kind of like thin it out, like not this much and I'm not getting enough coffee to kind of counterbalance the, <sighs> I'm going to begrudgingly buy it just because I feel like I need to buy something on this show, which, you know, you sound like my wife. I'm here at the store I gotta buy something. No, no you, you don't. don't. It's perfectly okay to just walk out with nothing. Yeah, it is. That's true. Well, anyway, right. I mean, I don't hate it though. Like, if if someone were to, I could buy a four pack of those and not be mad. It's just not the level that I would kind of typically expect from Southern Street. Please hold. I'm looking for the appropriate Shit's Creek gift to send you right now. Okay, so I mean, I'll buy it. I'll be okay. Josh, your thoughts. Uh, so I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. The, the the coffee in this is starting to already turn green. I And I'm a little bit more on coffee than you two are. Sure. You two are regular coffee drinkers. Every morning. I am a cold press. Let that motherfucker. All the acid goes away. I don't want any of it. Why? Acid's amazing. It's a pussy. It may be. I don't know. <laughs> it's a pussy. This is already starting to turn green, which is a little bit of a disappointment in my eyes. Um, not the greatest. And, yeah, compared to, like, having some of the beers that I had there. 12, yeah. 16, 21. Okay. 
So why am a, I having to date check it? Oh God! A four-month-old coffee stout, bad deal. Okay, so now we yep. understand. Last up, last beer from Petty Thieves. <sighs> this is Fever Dream, a blended smoked imperial stout and barrel-aged barley wine. And I'm going to read to you the you little have- the little story here on the side. Please do. First you sense it, then you see it. Is it really happening? Sending your hair on end and heightening your senses. Everything dissolves away from the central menacing feature. Spicy rye gives way to rippling swirls of chocolate and caramel in this barrel-aged blend of barley wine and smoked imperial stout. Oh, yes, daddy. Nothing seems familiar here, but would you want it any other way? Actually, yes. Give me anything else but the trash in this bottle. I don't like... You can write up a, a bit of Stone Brewing's prose talking about how great your beer is. I got none of this shit. I got... There's no rye. There's no chocolate. There's no caramel. I didn't even get any barrel-aged barley wine in this. All I got was a whole mouthful of what the hell. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah, it's been a th- long time since I have hated a beer with the passion of a thousand sons. Thank you, guys. Whichever one of you assholes did it. It was me. Thank you for bringing this beer. I, I bought it at Side and Sink. Passion of a thousand sons. I hate it. No buy. Fuck it. Wow. See, I the anger in this man. I am so angry at this beer. You like, tell me, like, Imperial Stout. And barley wine blended. And I'm like, let's fucking go. And the smoke here is out of control. Is it the smoke that's the problem? Yeah. I just feel like the whole beer is the problem. No, it's the smoke. Okay. I, I, I keep coming back to this. Even as we're revisiting, you know, doing second tastes of everything. I just, I, I keep sipping on this one in between beers. Like, what do I really think of it? And I just don't know. It's like they're, they are so close. So to, to me actually enjoying this beer, but as it stands, it's like, I'm just, I feel like I'm running into a brick wall, but I'm like, I'm trying to clear. Okay. It's like, I'm trying to clear a hurdle. But I just can't. I don't. Whatever. So my metaphors aren't good. This beer isn't that great. So buy no buy. I'm going to no buy it. Okay. So in college, um, uh, one of my best friends in college uh, was was in the marching band in in Indiana in the summertime in the fall like like pre fall like during the main. Uh, uh, first couple of, of months of the school year, it is hot and humid in Indiana. And, and Pat, love him to death, um, he was a sweater. And uh, one night, he comes over to us and he's like, hey, um, I'm going on a date. Can you can you just like check out my room and make sure it's presentable if I bring a girl in? And I'm like, cool, man, because he had his own room. We're like, cool, yeah, we'll do that. And we're like, Dude, it smells like ass in here. Because, again, like, you know, 
When Big you're guy, a sweaty dude, yeah. When, when you're like six four plus, like I am, you know, like, and you're out there working it, you know, because yeah. mar- marching band is no joke. Yeah. He sweat a lot. He would come back and it just like his whole room smelled like ass. And he's like, okay, 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 okay. I'll, I'll work on it. And he comes back a little later. He's like, come check it out. I, I had to, I guess I went to the store and I got some air freshener. So he went and got like a Glade vanilla air freshener. <laughs> and I'll never forget my, my boy Trey looks at him and he's like, dude, this smells like vanilla ass. <laughs> and for as long as I've known him, that has been the running gag is that anything we, we send to him, we shipped it like it's always vanilla based. That's this beer to me. This is a vanilla shit ass. beer and they tried to do something with it. And it's like, Oh, bless your heart. You may have had a good barrel-aged barley wine, but you screwed it up with this smoked imperial stout. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know a better way to put it. I don't know what is going on here. And again, um, I am very disappointed because this is probably the most unique tap room in Charlotte or brewery. Not even tap room. So, brewery in Charlotte. So so the brewery that shut down that was next to Old Mac, uh, the one that was all like steampunky or kitschy or whatever. Right. Is that what Petty Thieves turns into? I, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I don't see it because, again, dude, that place was, it was hopping when we were there. Which could be a geographical issue. It's very possible. I mean, there are I mean, a lot was, of places around nice and quiet that are surviving because they are the only thing that is considerably local for a lot of people. Right. And so they're going to get the support and they don't ever have to be better. Yeah. Whether they can be or not. Yeah. It's like I, I, I want to support local. Yeah. But like but when we this. go when we go out, I don't want to go there. No, I don't blame you. I don't want to go there. I'm not going to drag you there either because we're not. Like, I, I was selling Wells. It was, you know, it was kind of chilly Saturday, and had the beer been better, it totally had a vibe of, like, if you know what Magic the Gathering is, like, I could have busted out two decks of Magic the Gathering, and we could have sat in that fucking quiet room sure. for an hour and a half sure. and just enjoyed the I, shit out of it. Don't get me wrong. I love a place that I'm so comfortable in that I don't want to leave. Right. But when the beer's not good, and you're a brewery, like, I don't care how good your aesthetic is, the beer needs to at least be tolerable. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, I have a very limited, like, this is the one beer of theirs that I've had. Yeah. But you bottled this, you coated it in, like, three layers of wax. I just... I'm, and you I'm, wrote a story on the outside of it. I'm struggling with this one, with, with this brewery. Yeah. I, I, I hope, like, like, a lot of places, you know... They may have a couple of bumps starting out, and then they figure themselves out. Maybe that's where this is. I, I, I wish them all the best. I don't. Yeah. I don't like. I don't want them to fail. I wish you I, all the best in your future that's endeavors. Right. That's right. But you will not be receiving any of my money. Right. Absolutely. Until Wells and or Josh say that it's worth going back to. Wells, it's time for I tap that and the most probably worst buy no buy we've done in a very long time. How does that work? Oh God. I mean, typically, I tap that. Of all the beers that we've had on the show, what's the one that we would want on tap at our home kegerator? Uh, Jeff's I mean, already on the record for nothing. Nunya. Jeff's on the record for nothing. I'm, I'm on the record for the Southern Strains Mellow Morning, even though it's old. Uh, Give me a keg of that Ligma. 
I'll, I'll pass on that one. And I'm on the record for channels because channels, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. But yeah, sorry, gents, that we had one amazing show and then we had one just kicking in the nut show. Who knew? Right? Right. And Wells was even looking for like, can we bring something else in? I'm like, everything is too large. Yeah. I need to drive home. Oh, yeah. what? You don't want to crack open a 750 milliliter bottle of a 14% Imperial Stout? Correct. No. Oh. So, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Pussy. Crapbeercast.com. Check us out. Uh, see our old episodes. We've got a link to our Patreon if you want to support us that way. Uh, you can also reach out to us uh, via email, contact at crapbeercast.com if you want to work out a trade. Or we've got a Facebook. Uh, Chase, I hope you're enjoying the beer that uh, I sent back up your way. Uh, thanks for sending your stuff down yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, enjoy. Um, I think he's planning on a trip down here. So, you know, who knows? Cool. Uh, should be good times. But uh, and meanwhile, um, hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? I mean, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the wells. Josh, where are you, bud? You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody you've listened to us. Bamf about a really bad buy no buy and then our journey, which was actually a lot of fun, and I want to thank you again, Wells, for that. That was a lot that was a lot of fun. I need to get out of the house more. Yes, um, you, do. you can follow our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, I can't think of anything else. So we will talk to you guys next Thursday.